Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconato Show. I want to welcome you on this Sunday, 7-10-2022. So glad that you're here today. I believe God is going to speak on this broadcast to some of you. I don't know why. I just feel like the Lord is moving today. His presence is here. We're speaking the name of Jesus. We're speaking life over you, over your family, over your loved ones, over your situation. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, because you're real. Thank you because your name has authority. It has an anointing. Demons flee in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we have the authority to pull down the strongholds. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. I already feel the glory of God. We're just getting started here. Well, I'm so glad that you've tuned in. And um, right off the bat, I just want to talk about this. I feel like there's some families that have been really dealing with significant spiritual warfare and um, I feel like some of you that are listening to this have been having issues and, and challenges with your spouse, challenges with their loved ones, your children, family members. And so I just want to speak encouragement to you because the Lord put this on my heart this morning. If that's you, don't give up and don't grow weary. This is a spiritual battle. Yes, the Lord is speaking to you right now if you're asking that question. It's a spiritual battle that you're in, and it's because you, your eyes and ears of understanding have been you know, awakened. You're awake not woke, you're awake. God has awakened you for a reason, and others are intimidated by that. There's also something that happens called they, they manifest. It's a spiritual battle. When you're dealing with a, a warfare like that in your home, it's a spiritual battle. And even though the person is saying, they're probably saying hurtful things, or you're wondering what in the world is going on, but I just want you to know it's literally a demonic assault on your family. And so it needs to be broken in the name of Jesus. I know this is kind of heavy just to get started with the show today, but I really feel like the Lord is putting this on my heart for some of you. And so we just need to talk it. We need to call spade a spade. You know, and there's victory in Jesus. The, the name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. The Bible says that demons flee in the name of Jesus. They flee. They have to flee. And so when you speak life over your family, you start declaring and decreeing and calling upon the name of the Lord. You shall be saved, and I believe your household will be saved. As you stand in proxy for your spouse, your loved ones, I will tell you, you know, we're doing some pretty amazing things at the ministry lately. Uh, the Lord has just opened some awesome doors, and it's very humbling. Definitely not me doing it or us doing it, but it's the Lord. But he's, he's kind of using me as a connector. There's like a connection anointing, and there's certain meetings that are happening that I can't speak about publicly because the news would pick it up. Uh, but these are big deals. I mean, and, and you know, we're just a small ministry, but God is, is, is connecting leaders and, and different people from different realms of influence and mountains of influence. And, and these things are happening. So this is why when people say, you know, America's done, there's no hope, there's no future, you know, that's it. Just get everybody prepared for the end times. That's where we are, Pastor Todd. You know, first of all, I had that dream. And if you never heard the dream, it was where an angel actually came in the dream and visited me, a messenger angel, and, and basically told me two things be consecrated and be set apart. And, and, you know, I woke, I woke up and I was like, whoa, what the heck? You know, that was scary. I mean, it was, have you ever had a dream like that where you just know it was the Lord, you know, and it wasn't scary in like an evil way. It was just, it was like an awe, you know, kind of like Isaiah chapter six, you know, where he was in the presence of the most high and, and he saw the train of the robe that filled the temple. And all he could, all he could say was send me, I'll go. He was undone in the presence of the Lord. That's how I felt. In fact, when I had that dream, you know, be consecrated, be set apart. 
And then I woke up and, and I was so rocked. And I, I still to this day, I don't know, maybe I wasn't sleeping, but I, I just, I think I was asleep. But it was so real. It was so realistic. And I was so rocked. It was like in the wee hours of the morning. I remember walking around for hours after that and praying and just being, you know, in the presence of the Lord in, in my little prayer closet and, and, you know, just praying and, and playing worship music because I was so rocked. And then this was around August of last year. And after that, you know, I've just been really seeking the Lord as to what he meant, you know, be consecrated. I mean, I, as a pastor, you know, I think I'm pretty consecrated. You know, I, I live a pretty, pretty set apart life. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I mean, I probably sin every day. I mean, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But I'm saying I don't do things intentionally. I don't intentionally engage in sinful acts. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think I have areas of repetitive sin at this point in my life because the Lord has been peeling these things away for years. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying I don't sin. Okay, of course I sin. But I'm just saying I do my best to live a righteous lifestyle. That makes sense. Okay, that, and by the way, I am the least perfect person. So anybody that's listening to this saying, wow, this guy thinks he's, no, I do not. I am the least perfect person. Definitely not perfect. Make mistakes. What I'm saying is I try very hard, as you probably do. And, and, and you know, it's like King David. I'm a good repenter. And I, I feel that the Lord is pleased. I hope he is. Um, but, you know, it is my heart and desire to be about the Lord's business. I would hope that's yours as well as a believer in Jesus. That's what we should desire to do, right? And so, anyway, I have that dream. And I think what the Lord was showing me is, is that the church has to come out from among them. That's basically what the angel was saying. Come out from among them. And, and, and you know, that means like a, a lot. I mean, if you think about it, as I've been praying since August of last year, but what that means, I mean, alternative ecosystems coming out from the Babylon system, um, you know, really understanding that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We have to come out from among them. And I think this has been the problem is, is that the Christian community, the church, for many years, we've kind of lived within the system. I mean, let's just be real. And then when they started censoring on social media, things like that, we were all taken by surprise because we, we just weren't prepared, I think, in the initial stages or many people thought, well, that'll never happen to me. I remember a lot of pastors, that, well, they're doing that to Alex Jones. They won't do it to us. You know, now church sites are being taken down and, and, and certain elements of Christianity, biblical Christianity, doctrinally sound Christianity is, is being called hate. And, and this is only the, the beginning. I mean, we know where this goes. This is a slippery slope. We know that it's, it's a rise in the spirit of Antichrist, that it's demonic. All these things are demonic. The attack on the family, the attack on our children, the attack on our nation, the attack on law. I mean, look, at the, they, they want lawlessness. You know, they read books like Rules for Radicals that's dedicated to Lucifer. These are the things that they want. This, this deep state cabal or whatever you want to call them, the, the, you know, the evil people of this world that have an evil agenda that are trying to push the depopulation, all these things. And, and yet many people just want to ignore it or pretend like it's not happening because to them that's easier. But is that really easier? No, because they're coming to your doorstep and they're coming for biblical Christians. The, the real war is on biblical Christianity and Christians, followers of Yeshua, followers of Jesus Christ. That is the war that we're in, whether people want to acknowledge that or not. But here's where I have hope, and that's where I started off talking about this stuff. I have hope because the Lord is still giving visions and dreams to people. And that's biblical, by the way, young, young men and, and, you know, people will dream dreams and have visions. And so the Bible talks about that in the end times. So people are having that now, okay? They're, they're, they're having visions and dreams. And I'm listening very carefully what many of these people are saying. And I've had a dream myself. And, and I believe the Lord is giving divine strategy. And I mean, look at the Georgia Guidestones this week. And all of a sudden there's like one of these monoliths or destroyed <laughs> these are the same guide stones that that basically talk about what is it 500 million people living in perpetual uh you know harmony with nature or something like that 
totally the globalist agenda. Totally, I mean, depopulization, depopulation, excuse me. I mean, that's, that's what they talk about. The World Economic Forum, uh, platforms, speakers that talk about that. In Davos, uh, you got, you know, the, the UN Agenda 2030 that talks about that. I mean, this is not conspiracy. This is real stuff. And the Georgia Guidestones had this, and then all of a sudden, now they're saying it was vandalism or, you know, whatever happened, there was some type of explosion, and then one of the monoliths was destroyed, and they're doing this investigation on it. But what I'm trying to say is, is that this, this is prophetic to me because I believe their system is, is coming down. The strongholds are coming down in the name of Jesus as the church awakens. So the devil wants us to be bogged down. The devil wants us to be depressed. The devil wants us to be beat down. The devil wants, you know, all these different things so that, you know, we feel like we're done, but we're not done. We have the authority. We have the power. If the church understands who we are, if we understand the authority that we're able to walk in, if we understand, if we get it, the word of God shows us, it tells us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And so we, we have the authority in Jesus' name to pull down the strongholds. And if we do this, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, it says this, for we walk in the flesh, but we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Thank you, God, for your word, which is true. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's true, ultimate truth. And thank you, God, that we have the answers. We have the tools in our toolbox. And so as we're seeing Roe v. Wade overturned, as we're seeing that Georgia Geisel, also one of the monoliths, destroyed, you know, these, I mean, I know they're, they're not everything that we would like to see. Of course, there's so much more. But hey, it's a start. And I believe the Lord is allowing these things to encourage the saints of God. Hey, look, your prayers, they're working. Things are happening. Don't give up. And by the way, if you're dealing with a warfare in your family, let's get back to that. That's because you get it and you're awake and the devil is trying to distract you and discourage you and get you to be looking at other things and worried about other things and bogged down because he knows who you are and what you're capable of doing, that you were literally raised up for a time as this and that many of you have been hidden because the Lord has allowed some of his remnant to be hidden for this hour. And now God is raising you up. And so I'm excited. Listen, we're going to talk more about this stuff. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show, Real Talk Radio. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so glad that you're here because I think today is a really important discussion. We're talking about pulling down the strongholds, and many of you have been in warfare. And on the last segment of the show, if you stay tuned, I want to speak prophetically in your life. And I think some of you that are listening, the Lord has given me some prophetic insight how to speak about your situation. So stay tuned for that. The last segment of the show today will be about a 10 and a half minute segment. Uh, but right now, I want to get in the spiritual war. Okay, we're in a spiritual war. If somebody doesn't understand that, if a pastor doesn't understand we're in a spiritual war, then there's a problem. Uh, that's, I think, one of the problems that is happening in our culture is that the pastors haven't been willing to speak on certain issues because they're deemed controversial or political or whatever. And meanwhile, everything is going crazy around us. They're calling evil good and good evil. And then, you know, they're trying to convince our kids to change their gender and 
Um, I mean, it, the wickedness is so beyond the pale. It's so wicked that what's happening is a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed. And then what's happening is they're having anxiety. These are good people, like, like you know, Christians, people, believers, and, and just patriots. And, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed. And so, uh, you, you, you know, you're like, is anything ever going to happen? Is anything good going to happen? Well, then, then we have two major events, one really major event, uh, which was, of course, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. I think that all of a sudden people are like, wow, things could happen. They, good things actually do happen out of nowhere. You know, we know that people have been praying for years and pulling down the stronghold in the spirit over the killing of the innocent. And there's been people that have their whole ministry dedicated to this. And, uh, you know, they're still going to move forward in the fight as it goes to the states. But what I'm saying is this is a big victory from a federal standpoint and something that many people thought they'd never see in their lifetime. I'm sure you've heard people say, I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. So I'm going to go back here to this verse in 2 Corinthians 10, and it's, it's uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 1. It says this, Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence I am lowly among you, but being absent I am bold towards you. But I beg you that when I am present that I may be bold with confidence this is important, friends, okay? By which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as we walked according to the flesh. Here's, here's where it gets good, okay? He's just kind of setting the tone there. But then in verse 3, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. This is important because this is a key how we pull down the strongholds. The problem is there's been a vacuum. There's been a lack of leadership. The church is meant to be the head and not the tail. People bought into this nonsense about separation of church and state, so they just stayed out of what they consider politics, even though it's spiritual in nature, even though this is literally the, the battleground that we need to be fighting and standing, you know, right now. I mean, this is, this is it. I mean, look what happened to our election in 2020. Look what's been happening with the corrupt judge, justices and judges, not the justices of the Supreme Court, but I mean, there probably are some corrupt justices as well, I think of, uh, you know, some of the uh, left-leaning people, and even sometimes Justice Roberts. Does he ever irk you a little bit? There's something about that guy. I don't know if it's that they got something on him. Some people say he was on the island. I don't know. But, you know, something is up with that guy because he he was a Bush appointee, but he was made the chief justice of the Supreme Court. But, you know, there's been cases where he could have really made a huge difference over the years And he kind of sided with the liberal side of the court or didn't really do much. And it seems that they either have something on him or there's something up with him. Do you feel like that too? So anyway, I digress. The battle is not against flesh and blood though. It's against strongholds and principalities. Okay, what does that mean? So in each area, there's these demonic forces, these strongholds and principalities. And they're apparently they're regional because, you know, there's different principalities and different strongholds in different areas and things like that. I can attest to this. I know when I was in Hollywood for many years, I had a radio show out there. I was pastoring out there 17 years. And I will tell you that there was something happening in that area that was very specific to Hollywood. There were certain strongholds that I believe the Lord really uh, equipped me to be able to fight and stand against and battle against because my battle, our battle, the church's battle in Hollywood was not against flesh and blood, but strongholds and principalities. And that, that became very, very clear to me there. That became very, very clear to me there that the Lord had specific people that he had called to Hollywood. Now, I'll tell you this. There, would people, there was people that would come there, and they would get eaten up by Hollywood. And they'd be good believers. I mean, really good people, but they didn't have enough intercessors. They, they weren't maybe called there. Maybe they got ahead of God or something, and they would go there, and the spiritual warfare for them was so intense that they actually had to leave. They were, I mean, for lack of a better word, kind of chased out of the city. Now, you say, well, our God is bigger. Yes, he is. 
Of course he is. But we also have to understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And there are obviously wars going on in the supernatural. We know this. There's spiritual warfare. It's biblical. And so that's what this scripture is basically breaking down. And so it's telling us, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So why does God want us to pull down strongholds? Well, that's because there apparently are these principalities and strongholds that have certain level of authority over areas demonically, but the spirit of the living God and, and, and a Christian, a follower in Jesus Christ who's empowered by the Holy Spirit, you know, not like that scripture, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? You don't want to be a who are you. You want to be a Peter or a Paul. So this is Paul speaking. And he's saying, look, we have the authority to pull down the strongholds. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But casting arguments against every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. This is so pivotal. In, in, a, in a church community that today, unfortunately, very sad but true, many people are addicted to pornography. There's many vices, many addictions, many strongholds. And this is causing a lot of people to have these, these vain imaginations and pride and haughtiness and all different anti-fruits instead of operating and walking in the, in the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. But if we walk in the fruit of the Spirit and we have a prayer life and we call upon the name of the Lord and we have a personal relationship with Jesus where we're going into the secret place and we're warring in the Spirit, according to this scripture in 2 Corinthians 10, Here's the deal. This is the key for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in the spirit of God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments. Why do we got to cast down arguments? Well, look at the fake news prophets of Baal, the modern day prophets of Baal, the fake news media that are putting out propaganda every day. Many people are deceived by them. These are the same woke corporations, 90% owned by six corporations, the mainstream corporate media. We say that often because I want to drill it into people's head. Why are you listening to people that are 90% owned by six corporations? And I'm sure there's probably, there's probably more than that. But, you know, that's the mainstream statistic. I mean, that's, that's literally what the, what the internet says. 90% owned by six corporations. The mainstream corporate media. These are the same corporations that are pushing the, the whole Pride Month and the woke agenda and all this nonsense on us. And, and yet, these are the, the modern-day prophets of Baal that some Christians listen to and get their information and their reality from where God is saying, come out from among them. You know, look, this is the truth. The Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This battle is not against flesh and blood. Casting down the arguments, verse 5, and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, like the people like Yavar, Noah Harari, and Bill Gates, and the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, these guys that are out there exalting themselves, what, against the knowledge of God. And then the Lord is saying, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, meaning his word, the truth, because it's the truth that sets the captive free, right? This is good stuff. This is good stuff. We got to get this, saints of God. We got to get it. If we get it, this is going to be a big breakthrough, and it's going to help us in the different battles that we're in. So this is the Todd Coconut Show. Stay tuned. We got a big segment ahead, 14 minutes and then we're going to get into some prophetic words and things that the Lord is putting insight to people that might be listening to today's show. So uh, you're going to want to stick around. We'll be right back.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconado Show on this beautiful Sunday, 7-10-2022. I'm so glad that you're here. God is going to work it out. Whatever you're going through, it's not too big for God. Listen, I've been through some pretty crazy trials in my life. Some pretty crazy. One of them was being stabbed nine times at the age of 22 in Los Angeles, California. And I almost died. God took me into his presence and said, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, I want to live. He said, well, if you live, you got to be sold out for me. You got to tell the people I'm real. So here I am, was it 24 years later or something like that, telling you God is real. He's going to work it out. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forsaken you. He's not forgot about you. He's real. And uh, he's going he's gonna to do something powerful in your life. So don't, don't grow weary in doing good, my friends. We're talking about the weapons of our warfare. If you got your Bibles, you can turn to 2 Corinthians 10. Uh, I'm going to be starting now uh, in verse 6 again, because I think this is important here. 10.6, it says, And be ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Wow. Okay. We got to be ready. 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 We got to know how to fight. We got to know the tools. We got to understand this is the reality. The reality is that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's why they hate, they hate the name of Jesus because it's the name above all names. It's holy is the name of Jesus. See, when you have a problem in your situation, when you have a challenge, when you have a test going on in your marriage and your, your family, with your child, at your job, with your finances, with your health, whatever the, whatever the case may be, sometimes the teacher is most quiet during the test. And if, if the Lord is allowing you to go through a trial, you know, our life is a bunch of mountaintop and valley experiences it's not always going to be a mountaintop and so it's easy to praise when everything's good it's easy to praise when everything looks good in the country there's no problems you know things i mean you know think back to like the 80s and the 90s i mean for the most part things were pretty good obviously there were some issues but i'm just saying i mean the society wasn't like it is today and you fast forward like what 20 30 years and it's like we're 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 in a modern day sodom and gomorrah i mean it's just unbelievable the things they're trying to push on us on our kids they're telling us this is normal, that, you know, most pastors are just kind of ignoring it, whatever, you know, separation of church and state, don't get involved. And yeah, I'm not here to bash pastors. Listen, being a pastor is one of the most difficult jobs there is, especially if you're a real pastor. And if you're a pastor out there that's standing, I want to honor you and I want to thank you. And if you're a pastor that's out there that has stood, but you just haven't said a lot about some of these things, I would encourage you that you're, I believe the flock where you are at, some people may not like it. You're right. There might be some people that leave. But you know what? Let them leave. Because we're going to have to stand before the throne of glory one day. We're going to have to answer, and, and God holds pastors and leaders to a higher standard. So as much as there may be temptations that come your way or different traps that the enemy sets, we've got to remember, listen, this is a big battle that we're in, and we can't get caught up in one of these, these traps. We can't get caught up in a, in a distraction or a trap. And, and then a lot of people's lives are affected by that. So pastors, if you're listening, if you're a leader, ministry leader, pastor, you know, fivefold ministry gifted person, I would encourage you stand and be bold and don't look back. Listen, just, just say what you got to say. The Lord will be with you. He is with you. He is going to give you, if people leave, they'll leave whatever. Maybe they weren't really wanting to serve the Lord. Maybe they wanted some seeker friendly message of encouragement, but they didn't want to hear that sin, you know, sin confronted. They didn't want to hear the, the truth of the whole thing. And, and that it's the truth that sets the captive free. If we love these people, we got to tell them the truth. And I'm sure that, you know, if you, if you go to a church and, and, you know, your pastor's not really talking about all these things, a lot of you write me and you say, I wish 
more pastors would speak up. And it's, it's a big, you know, discouragement to many of us. Because we're like, what, what in the world? Why aren't you talking about these things? But I think there's a lot of fear involved. People are worried about losing their 501c3. They're worried about losing the church. Hey, listen, I know a pastor that actually did speak out. In fact, he was down at January 6th. And when he came back, the elders of the church and the board took the church away from him and then punished him for like six months. And he was going through this big trial. And then they eventually decided, hey, we're not even going to allow you to be the senior pastor anymore. And they actually fired him just for going to January 6th and being involved in certain things. So this is what's happening. There's a lot of, you know, there's two sides to the story. And I know some people are just weak and really probably shouldn't be in ministry, but there's other people that aren't so weak, but they're dealing with their board. They're dealing with, you know, certain things that many people don't understand. So we got to pray for the pastors and the pastors have to be like black robe regiment guys. We got to get up and, and get involved and be involved in all, all elements of society. We're in a war. It's a major spiritual battle. And uh, so continuing on, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 7, this is the reality of Paul's authority now. And it says, do you, do you look at things according to the outward appearance? If anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ's, let him again consider this in himself, that just as he is Christ's, even so we are Christ's. For even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us for edification and not for your destruction, I shall not be ashamed, lest I seem to terrify you by letters. For his letters, they say, are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech is contemptible. Let such a person consider this, that what we are in word by letters, when we are absent, such we will also be indeed when we are present. So Paul was just kind of breaking this down. Like, you know, people were doing a bunch of gossip just like they do now back then. And they were trying to basically say, you know, Paul's weak when he's in person, but he's bold when he writes these letters, just all types of accusations, things that people say. And, and, and the apostle Paul was a bold man. He had an encounter on the Damascus road. He had an encounter. And I think that's one of the most important things that we have to do is we have to have an encounter with the living God. That was the, the game changer for me. If you have yet to have an encounter, then I would suggest that you start becoming a person of prayer. You'd get alone with God. You wouldn't let distractions, because a lot of people got a lot of distractions. Maybe it's your kids, maybe it's your family, I don't know. But if you can get alone, and you, you know, I used to pull on the side of the road in my pickup truck and just, and just call out to God and say, Lord, you see my situation. Lord, you see my challenges. Lord, you see all these different things. I need your help, God. I know you're real, but I need your help. Somebody needs to say that today to the Lord, because you know, it's what I call like the Pepsi challenge, for those of you that are old enough to understand what that is. But it's like, we got we to gotta just say, God, look, either I believe in you or I don't. If you believe in God, then call upon his name. And if you say, Lord, I need you, I believe the Lord is going to show up in some way, shape, or form in your situation. And he's going to give you a way out or he's going to give you an answer. He's going to give you a solution, something that is the breakthrough that you need. Somebody needs breakthrough out here today. And, and the last verse that I just read, that, that sequence of verses yeah, from 7 to 11, that was basically just showing Paul's humanity. Look, people were questioning him just like they question you. You know, is this person for real? You know, do they really have the authority to say, oh, they talk this way or they, you know, they're trying to point out your flaws because they, anything that they can do to discredit what you're saying because inside, deep inside, whether it's that prodigal son or that rebellious spouse or that person at your workplace or whatever, Whoever that person is that's challenging you, you know what it is, is because you convict them if you're speaking the truth. Oh, come on. Somebody got to hear that. You convict them. Your very life convicts them. 
And by the way, they're looking for anything they can to accuse you because then that delegitimizes the truth that you're speaking. And, and the truth that you speak sets the captive free. If somebody chooses to embrace the truth of the word of God, I'm not talking about some denominational doctrine or, you know, something of man. I'm talking about the word of God. The same yesterday, today, and forever. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the Word. When you speak the truth of the Word of God, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to say the Word of God isn't God's Word. That's nonsense. The devil wants to convince us that because he knows that if we operate in accordance to the Word of God, we're going to be able to have the tools like I talked about in the first segment and the second segment to be able to pull down the strongholds, not only in our nation, but in your personal situation. These battles that you're having to walk through is because the devil knows you're a threat. These battles that you're having to walk through is to try to, to beat you down and to wear you down so that you're so tired that you don't have the energy to do what God's called you to do. But get up. Stand up. Call upon God's name. Have that prayer encounter with the Most High God. If you haven't had the encounter yet, I'm telling you, that's your, that's your homework. Somebody says, well, I'm not sure God is real. Well, how can you not be sure God is real? Look at, have you ever seen a baby being born? Have you ever seen, have you ever gone up to like, you know, the mountains and looked down how the majestic, how beautiful, how the earth is so much glory and beauty here on this earth. And this is nothing compared to what we're going to see in eternity. God's creation is literally an example of his glory. People say, well, I'm not sure if God's real. Well, who do you think created this whole thing? It just came from a big bang out of nowhere. So we're calling upon that God, the God who sits on the throne, the true, the God of heaven and earth. And we're calling upon, we're petitioning him in the courts of heaven. We're saying, Lord, move. Give us, give us a, a revelation of your spirit. Give us a strategy. Lord, move. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody's getting that breakthrough right now, I believe. Thank you, Jesus, for breakthroughs in these situations. I know you've been praying a long time. I know you've been praying a long time, and it gets discouraging. You think, am I ever going to have a breakthrough? It's been so long. This season has been so long. Yes, you're enduring, and thank you for enduring. I know that pleases the Lord that you've endured, but here's the thing. Keep enduring. Keep pressing ahead. Keep calling upon the name of the Lord. Start praising him in the middle of your trial. Praise him in the middle of your test. Praise him in the middle of your situation. I'm telling you this out of experience, friends, because I had a horrible year in 2011. It was one of the worst years in my life. I was just under so much assault, and I really felt like the enemy was trying to destroy the ministry. It was about halfway in between then and, and now of how long I've been a pastor, and you know, it was that, that, that halfway point, you know, and it was like the devil just wanted me to quit. He wanted me to get so discouraged, but you know what? Somehow, I mustered up the strength, and I think it was by the power of the Holy Spirit, and calling upon his name, but you know, I was calling upon the name of the Lord and saying, Lord, give me strength, please. Please give me strength. I need it, and you know what? God did. And I started to see the light at the end of the tunnel and there was a breakthrough and I walked into a new season. Sometimes the seasons are longer than we want them to be, obviously. I mean, it could be a couple of years, could be 10 years. I know some of you have been going through it, but I, I believe that God is allowing you to hear this today because the breakthrough is at hand and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The breakthrough is at hand. So when you start operating in the victory and, and operating in the truth of the word of God, I'm telling you something's gonna happen. Okay, if we, if we continue on now in verse 12, these are the limits of Paul's authority. Verse 12, it says, For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who command themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits 
of the spear which God appointed us. This is important. A spear which especially includes you. For we are not overextending ourselves, okay? For it was you that we came with the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things beyond measure, that is, in other man's labors, but having hope that in your faith, as your faith is increased, we shall be greatly enlarged by you in our sphere to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast in another man's sphere of accomplishment. But he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. For not he who commands himself is approved, but whom the Lord commends. Okay, what God is showing us here is, is that we have to be, remain humble. Know this isn't about ourselves. Yes, I'm limited. As a human being, I'm limited. And I have flaws and I have challenges and I have things that, that go wrong in my life, things that I do that are foolish sometimes. And thank God for his mercy and his grace. But see, I'm a child of the most high God. You're a child of the most high God. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, You are a child of the most high. We do have limits, but thank God our God has no limits. So we operate in his glory and by his his stripes we're healed. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. So the Lord is still moving. He's not done. And this next segment, if you stay tuned, I believe the Lord is going to give us some prophetic insight and just some very important things that we talk about before we close the show today. So we'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show on this Real Talk Radio Sunday, 7-10-2022. By the way, you can go to toddcoconato.com, toddcoconato.com. It's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com. Or you can go to pastortodd.org, and you can find our information. I'm also on Facebook at Real Todd Coconato, at Real Todd Coconato, and you will find all the information for the ministry. And we'll be right back. This is Pastor Todd. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you back to the Todd Coconato Show on this 7-10-2022 Real Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in today. So I told you in the beginning of the show, I know a lot of you have been going through it. I just feel it in my spirit. A lot of you have been going through some challenges. And so what I'd like to do uh, for the remainder of the show, about 10 and a half minutes here or so, is just minister to you. Because um, I know some of you are challenged right now. There's, you're hurting. And uh, you feel alone, and sometimes, you know, in a difficult marriage, you feel like you're the only one that has to deal with this. I just want you to know, I've been a counselor for many years, and I will tell you that many, many people deal with what you're dealing with. So it's not something that's, uh, you're not alone, and you're not weird, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, You know, obviously, we all have things that we can improve. I mean, let's just be real. And I always encourage people to look back, you know, turn around the the finger to yourself and say, what can I do better? In fact, that's literally my screensaver on my phone. You know, what can you do better? Because I know I can do better and I have to do better. I have to do better in every position that I hold, whether it's a husband, a father, a pastor, a radio host, uh, you know, anything that I do, a counselor, um, you know, evangelist, speaker, I mean, whatever I'm doing, I can do better and I can do it in excellence. But you know how that happens? It's when I spend time with God and when I, when I have his, his glory all over me, when I have his, his anointing. And so I, I, what I've become to understand over many years of ministry is, is that it's the anointing. It's so important. Guard the anointing. Don't do foolish things. If you're sitting there doing a foolish sin, every day, and then you're expecting God to anoint you. Yes, the, the gifts come without repentance, but there's something very powerful about the anointing because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And so when you see certain people getting raised up, 
quickly or something's happening. You're like, what's going on with them? That's the anointing. That's because God is raising them up for a time as this. Now, some people raise themselves up and they're talented and they're articulate, but they're not anointed. And people get that confused. So that's where discernment comes in. We've got to have discernment. We've got to test the spirits. And we also need to hide the word of God in our heart. If we hide the word of God in our heart and we know what it says, it's much harder to be deceived. A lot of people, unfortunately, are not lovers of the word. They're Christians, but they have not really gotten into the word. And so they don't really know much of the word. And so if you don't have the word hidden in your heart, it's much more easy for you to be deceived in some of these operations and uh, these, these synchronism stuff that's going on, a lot of the false doctrine. So, but if you know the word, you're a lover of the word, and then you operate in the word, and, and this is where the, the word of God says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The gates of hell shall not prevail. So it, it also says life and death are in the power of the tongue. So somebody needs to hear this. Your situation, you know, you may be speaking death over your own situation. You may be saying, he's never going to change. She's never going to change. Now, I would not condone you staying in a violent relationship or an abusive situation. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're contending and believing for your spouse to be saved or to catch the fire of the anointing and and to really get a lot of this that's going on, many of you have a spouse and, and you're just like, you know, he's a Christian or she's a Christian, but that's about it. They're like level one. They think I'm crazy. Meanwhile, you're a watchman who's, who's got the unction of the Holy Spirit, and there's an urgency on you, and so that's very challenging when you are dealing with somebody that just doesn't get any of it. And, and, and you'd be surprised, actually, how many people are dealing with this situation, even ministry leaders and pastors. So you're not alone. You're not alone. But it, this is a very interesting time because not only is God separating the wheat from the chaff, you know, the wheat from the tares or whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the sheep from the goats, but he's also, there's a separation even within the body of Christ, where there's certain people that are, that are moving and operating under the gifts and the anointing of the Holy Spirit right now that the Lord is raising up or the Lord is u- utilizing, and you say, well, I don't have a big platform. That's not, I'm not always talking about that. I'm just talking about you are, you're impacting lives. When you speak, when you, when you speak or you minister or you, or you make disciples, you're, you're about the Great Commission. There's an anointing on you for this hour. And that's why there's warfare. And so what you need to do, what I would pray that you would do, and I hope that you're doing, and I believe the Lord wants you to do, is just continue to press ahead and do what God has called you to do. And don't allow the hindrances of this hour, the distractions and those that wish to uh, derail the, the move of God to affect you or to be successful. This is very challenging. There's times when I'll be preaching in a city, you know, and I'm going into different cities as an evangelist, and there's different strongholds, there are different principalities, and I get hit real hard with spiritual warfare. I mean, there's been times, and I was talking to one of my evangelist friends who's well-known evangelist, you know who he is, and you know, he was saying to me the same thing, that sometimes he has so much pain before he preaches, and I've dealt with this too, and I, I, I was wondering if other people deal with this, but the pain that comes on my body, I'm telling you, it's like I almost don't want to get up out of bed. I, you know, look, I'm only 45, but... I'm telling you, the pain gets so excruciating. I'm like, what is going on? You know, a couple months back, for those of you that have been following me for a while, you know, you know, I went through a heart situation and I did not take the vaccine, by the way, but there was a heart situation that happened. And I think this, this thing is a bioweapon. I think there's, there's a lot of different things that happened. And so if I would have gone into the hospital, they probably would have put me on a vent and who knows what would have happened to me. But I had a naturopathic doctor, praise God. And, and she walked me through a treatment plan that was uh, very effective. And I had, you know, thousands of people praying around the country, but there was an issue and the devil would have had me to be, you know, killed to die, but he's tried to take me out several times. But you know what happened? We started calling intercessors and people started, 
getting involved in prayer and going into the secret place and, and contending and warring and pulling down the strongholds. And the Lord protected me and here I am. I'm in good health and I'm, I'm doing great. You know, so he takes us from glory to glory. Whatever your situation is, it's not too big for God. Even though the world is going crazy, the church is still going to move forward. And we're going to take the territory. The Bible says, you know, the, 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 the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violence take it by force. And so we're going to take it by force. It's like the Greek word ekbalo, which is several times mentioned in the Bible, uh, you know, the Greek, in the Greek, uh, and it says, you know, to go out, to cast out, to drive out. To go out, to cast out, to drive out. That's who we are. We're people of God that go out, we cast out, and we drive out. And if we did that effectively in this nation, think about all the churches. If we did this effectively, we would not be dealing with the situation that we're dealing with right now. So God is raising up a remnant. He's waking up people in the droves. I see it all around the country. People are getting baptized on beaches. They're waking up all around the country. And so if, if you're not seeing this, I'm, I'm an evangelist. I'm telling you, this is happening. Thousands of people are coming together. People are awakening. And so if your spouse or your loved one hasn't awakened yet, you pray for them, you contend for them, you call upon the name of the Lord and for them to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit and you start speaking life over your situation. I'm not, I'm not saying this to be mean or hard on you. I'm saying it because you need to hear this today. I prayed and I asked the Lord, what do you, what do you have me to say in that last segment? You know, I want to give some prophetic insight. I believe there's some people that need to hear this. You're in a tough situation and you want to give up. You've been feeling like giving up. And for whatever reason you tuned in today and the Lord is telling you specifically, don't give up, don't grow weary. Don't give up, don't give up, don't grow weary. And so some of you, somebody needs to hear that today. God is gonna get you through this and not only are you gonna survive, you're gonna thrive and you're stepping, somebody's stepping into their calling right now. This is a big deal. You're stepping in, you've been saved for a while, and now God is, is bringing you into a new season where you're going deeper, and what's actually happening is you're stepping into your ultimate calling. You're stepping into the calling that you're going to be in now uh, for many years going forward, and the Lord is going to expand your territory, and so that's why it's, there's been so much pressure spiritually, because as you've awakened more and matured in your walk with Jesus Christ, what's happened is the devil, it's like a Leviathan spirit, he's trying to strangle you out so that you give up or say, forget it, I don't want anything to do with ministry, but the Lord is saying, look, if you keep pressing ahead, not only am I going to take you before nations, come on, I'm going to take you before kings and priests and, and people in authority, he, you're going you're gonna to be like Esther. Somebody needs to hear this today. You've been pressing ahead. You know there's a calling on your life, but the devil is trying to strangle you out. And God is saying he strategically placed you. You keep pressing ahead. You're going to be amazed at where this takes you because it's the anointing that's on your life. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's got a special needs child, and that special needs child, it's a difficult situation to care for that child, and you're, you feel discouraged. And, and people have spoke all kinds of horrible things over you and you know, all you're trying to do, this is for a mother. There's a mother listening. And it's been a challenge for you. It's been a challenge for you, but you've, you've pressed ahead and you feel tired and you feel like you're alone. Even your husband or your family doesn't help you. But God is just saying, don't worry about it. I'm with you and I'm gonna open doors for you and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead you to where you need to go and what you need to understand about this situation and that your little special needs child is gonna be okay. So listen, God is answering prayers. The biggest thing you need to know, somebody has been lonely lonely looking for a spouse and God is saying I got that spouse he says he's going to hand deliver that spouse to you I don't know what that means but he's going to hand deliver it's going to come to you you don't need to go on a dating website somebody's been thinking maybe I need to go on a no the Lord is saying he's going to hand deliver that spouse to you in his time praise him for what he's going to do praise him for what he's going to do 
And, and I'm telling you, start praising him with your lips, with your mouth, in your prayer time, and saying, thank you for my spouse. Thank you, Lord. You're delivering my spouse unto me today. And, and the Lord is going to do that. It may not be today, today, but I'm saying he's going to start doing that. It's, it's been set into motion. It's been set into motion. This is the last thing the Lord is telling me right now, and I know we got to go in a second here, but he's saying the financial breakthrough for somebody is coming. Don't stop tithing. Don't stop giving. You can't outgive God. The devil wants to take away your finances, but God has a plan, and everything that you desire in your heart, seek ye first the kingdom of God is righteous, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, I just thank you for speaking to us in your word and for truth. And I pray that every person that's listening to this broadcast is encouraged today, strengthened in their faith, knowing that what you promised, you're also able to do. And so we, we have an account in righteousness. What, we're, what we've been promised by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who sits on the throne, he is also able to do. Remember that. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great show today, great, great week. I'm, I'm speaking life over your week and blessings in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Todd. God bless you. We'll see you next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. Uh, this is the podcast version, and uh, what you just heard for the past 45 minutes is what goes on the radio, on Real Talk Radio, and this is something that this ministry is uh, fully funding, and um, so we need your support. You know, we're, we're getting the truth out there to a lot of people, and God is waking up people. Thank you, Jesus. Well, the Ellis's have allowed us to be on Real Talk Radio, so they're a blessing, but you know, we fund the whole thing as far as the recording and the radio show and everything. Um, and, and that's you. I mean, you fund it, and, and you're doing it for God's glory. We're doing it for God's glory, uh, but we need your support. So um, I don't like to talk about money. The Lord has provided up until now. Thank you, Jesus. But it's very important that we uh, continue to move forward in this mission. And uh, it's an end-time mission. It's, I mean, I can't tell you, there's not a lot of ministries that are doing these things. You know, we got the Religious Liberty Coalition which, again, is fully funded by this audience, by this group. And we are out there on the front line standing for religious liberty and freedom here in the United States, I'm meeting with uh, people in power and, and, and advocating for our freedoms, for our religious liberty. They're extremely important. We don't want to lose them. And God has opened this door for me to have this ability to do this, but I need funding. I need funding to get to the meetings and to fly there sometimes and the hotels and, you know, pay for the dinner. And, you know, there's just certain things I need. And, I, by the way, I don't pay for their dinner usually, but I'm just saying, like, there's expenses that there's a lot of them, and I don't like to talk about them a lot, but uh, we certainly need your help. We're not a mega church. Uh, we're not some of these big ministries. Uh, you know, we, we, we really need your help. So thank you for seeing the vision and understanding the battle. We got remnant.news where we put up a bunch of truth and biblical information that, again, a lot of people aren't doing. Uh, then we got Ty Coconut Ministries. We do the Sunday service. We do the podcast. We do the radio show. And uh, that's not even mentioning uh, many people that we're helping on various fronts uh, around the country right now and different things that the Lord has allowed us to do is, you know, and I don't like to put it out there because then that's our reward, right? The Lord says, you know, you're, you're store up your treasures in heaven, not here on earth. You know, we don't want to boast. But uh, if you ask the Lord, I believe he'll speak to you and, uh, and just uh, pray about someone in this ministry, you know. All right, thank you guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for this remnant community. You're amazing. Uh, this is the pre-version, the early version of the show, so you're hearing it before it's aired on Sunday. I'm going to be out in uh, Virginia the next couple days, Virginia Beach, Reawaken America Tour. We're going to baptize people on the beach. 
uh, we're gonna there's gonna be a move of God out there. I'm telling you, so many things are happening. Be ready. And so thank you again for all that you do to help us in our efforts. We love you. In Jesus' name, God bless.